0: Christian Arkan.
1: Failure to communicate.
0: Tom King. It's good to be the king. Weekdays, noon to three, on ESPN New Hampshire Radio.
2: Yes! Yes!
0: And streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com, it's Christian and King. Questions before we proceed.
3: China,
4: that national football league, and despite all the controversy surrounding the general presidential election, there is still life after election day, and it begins in the city of Baltimore, the Cleveland Browns, the
5: birthplace. A city that's had a great year, by the way.
4: Baltimore, the birthplace of one. George, Hermit, Bay, Ruth. That's true. The Cleveland Browns taking their 0-8 record. 0-9 record, excuse me. 0-9. 2-7. Get, get against, it right. <laughs> 2-7 against the spread. Against those Baltimore Ravens who came in with a big weekend win last weekend over the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are 4-4 and 4-4 against the spread. I'll give you the injury list for both teams. Key injuries, Cleveland, out. Cornerback, Jamal Taylor with a groin. He's the only one. Baltimore, linebacker, Elvis Dumerville with a bad foot. Tight end, Crockett Gilmore with a thigh. Cornerback, Sharice Wright, thigh.
5: Oh, not Sharice Wright.
4: Yes, Sharice, wrong, right. (sighs) Doubtful, Marshall Yanda, shoulder. Questionable. Linebacker, Kamalei Korea. I don't know. I, that's the only way I can say it.
2: What?
4: Kam-a- K-A-M-A-L-E-I. Camel. okay. What else you say? I don't know who he is. Kamalei Korea, thigh, and running back Kenneth Dixon with a chest, probably a twin peck. Anyway, the spread in this game. The Ravens by 10. Is there any doubt that we're both going to pick the Ravens in this one? I'm taking the Ravens. Even though I'm down
5: night 18, I should probably take the Browns, but I can't get myself to do it. This has all the markings of a trap game. Then again, I thought last week with the Cowboys might have been that trap game, but eventually the Browns have to be a trap game, don't they? Don't they have to be the trap game? They have to win a game. Are they that bad they're going to lose every game this year?
4: I don't know. I don't know who else they, got left I don't know the schedule else they have left to play, and, and I'm yeah. too
5: lazy to look it up, honestly, at this point, because right. it's the Browns, <laughs> and I don't care. But like, uh, man, there's a lot of guys hurt for the Ravens, but also the Browns quarterback, that uh, Kessler kid, he got rocked against the Cowboys. He got sacked four times, and he was limping off the field at the end. They said he's going to be the QB in this one, but he's a rookie. I mean, They're going to go
4: through three quarterbacks, three quarterbacks in this game.
5: Mm, if think? They have three quarterbacks. Prior, that had to, to put Prior back there. Yeah. Uh, Flacco, uh, remember Flacco left that game at the end. The, the Pittsburgh game. Yeah, he left. He came back, but uh, he had an. He landed awkwardly on his uh, wow. on his knee. The same knee he missed all that time with. But he was back out and he was all right. Uh, the Ravens should win this game by ten, at least. Ten and a half or ten. Ten, straight ten. I guess I gotta go with the Ravens too. All right. Sorry, back. sorry. I'd have thrown you a bone here. If it, was, right. if, it was, if it was like thirteen, I might have doing I might have done Yeah, died. of
4: course. Yeah, no, because I don't know if the Ravens could score a lot of points.
5: exactly. I don't know. I mean I mean I'd love to pick the Browns with ten. I would love to.
4: But I, I already made my pick. I'm gonna go with the Ravens. You know? Wah, wah. I know, I should have picked the Browns, but then I'd be down nineteen going into the Yes, Sunday. you would. You know? So So that is the Thursday night in
5: the National Football League. Next Thursday night's a pretty good game. Now, what's next Thursday? Carolina, New Orleans. Carolina and New Orleans? What is that? That's Someone's a- got to win the AFC, the NFC South. I know it's probably going to be the Falcons, but... Yeah,
4: that's not a good year. I also
5: think the Falcons are probably going to fall off at some point. Carolina stinks. Carolina does sort of stink this, this year. This year.
4: And New Orleans isn't that great either. New Orleans, 4-4. Four four. Yeah, no, no. they win, they lose. They win, they lose. They win, they lose. You know?
5: Are you suggesting that they would... Rob rather lose.
4: lose. and mediocre at best. I there is the, the news that I thought was overlooked with all the election day stuff is it occurred on election day it was the Chargers mm. losing, which was expected because they lost a a big referen- voter referendum for a you know public uh, hotel tax money to go towards a new stadium and San Diego traditionally doesn't vote for they don't usually vote for tax money so. Now what do the Chargers do? They either stay at Qualcomm mm-hmm. and try to get some kind of money invested in 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 uh, in renovating it, because this was supposed to be for a super duper pooper downtown stadium and convention center. Super duper pooper. Yeah, you know. Okay. <laughs> Cooper, looper. Yeah, for a downstairs- downtown downtown stadium slash convention center. That's what this was supposed to be. I, how that couldn't help San Diego, I mean, San Diego's a great city, but, I mean, you yeah. know, certainly sounds like an asset to me. Um, so now the, the Chargers go back to their – they have the option, according to that agreement that was struck last year when the Rams went to L.A., that they could join the Rams in L.A.
2: Hmm.
4: Or – move to, you know, parts unknown or renovate, you know, Qualcomm. Yeah. I I'd hate to see the Chargers leave San Diego.
5: I don't, I mean, it doesn't matter to me. I, 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 they they, they probably shouldn't. It's better to have more teams in more places, I well, think, Well, San times. Diego's,
4: I mean, you know, San Diego should have a, a NFL football team.
5: Yeah, you know, they got a lot of rich tradition there. You know who should really move is the Raiders. The Raiders should go to Vegas. No, they will. Yeah. I think they will. They should get that. I think there's there. going to be a lot of they, Why would you stay in that terrible place? It's just a dumpy stadium. Yeah.
4: You know, and it, it's it's affected them. It's affected their ability to do business, mm-hmm. and and in doing business, you know, be able to afford a, a roster that 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 works. You know, you're you know Oakland, they're making. You're the an most, Oakland
5: fan, though. The team's finally good, and they go <laughs> they go to and they, Vegas. and they take off to go to Vegas. That's no, not you know, yeah. And Vegas isn't close to the Bay Area. No, it's not
4: close to the Bay Area. It's no. close to San Diego and L.A., but not. Yeah, close to Yeah, it's the about Bay Bay Area. a
5: three and a half hour drive. It's like driving from New York uh, to yep. to. Boston is L.A. to Vegas right. Drive. So, but from San, that's like 11 hours from from from, from the Bay Area. Right. Now what? Reno, though. Yeah. Reno, biggest but, little city in the world.
4: But what Dean Spanos from the Chargers has came out with a statement saying he won't talk about this until the end of the season. They'll explore all their options and they'll come out with something at the end of the year. Mm. And the Chargers right now are 4-5, I think, and probably not going to make the playoffs based on the fact that they're in the most competitive in terms of talent and record division in, in in football right now. I think I guess you could rival the NFC East, but the AFC West has got Denver uh six and three, I think, and, and the Raiders seven and two, and the Kansas City Chiefs are six and two, I think. Mm-hmm. They've got a heck of a threesome there. And all three have a real good shot. All three could be in the playoffs. Yeah. Your two wild cards could be out of that division. You could have three out of four teams in there. It's true. You know? So, and one of them play one of the division winner because the division winner may not have that greater record. You know, at, at the end, when it's all said and done. Although that might not happen. The Raiders could probably, you know, if, they, if they're seven and two now, if they 7-2 and now, if they play the way they keep playing, they'll probably get the second seed in the AFC, but you don't know.
5: Yeah. Tom, you want to play a game? Oh, sure. All right. This is a pretty simple one.
4: I like simple games
5: because I'm a simple mind. I know. And that's why I, and thought I, need a simple would, life. I thought you might excel at this one.
4: I need a simple life.
5: I was clicking around Sporkle, which is this like online quiz site. And they have like a whole sports thing. Mm-hmm. And there's one I did pretty well on, and I thought, I wonder how Tom would do with this. It's a pretty straightforward quiz. Can you name the 2016 Chicago Cubs World Series winning roster?
4: Oh, my God,
5: no. If I, I go around the close. team and I give you the positions...
4: Will you be able? How many of them
5: do you think you'll be able to get? Two,
4: two?
2: Just
5: Brian at third. Hold on, Just wait a second. All right, don't just keep it to yourself. Justin, how many? How many guys do you think he'll get? Really? Just be quiet. Turn your mic off. Four. All right. How about this? We'll do the starting lineup and four pitchers. Okay, and four starting pitchers. All right. That's what we're gonna do.
4: I, I'm not gonna get this. I, I didn't pay any attention. Okay, all right, let
5: me. Yeah. Uh, who is the first baseman? Rizzo. Correct. There's one. Second base. Have no clue. Hot shot player. Really good
4: player. They traded the other guy to the Yankees because they had this player. I don't know. Javier Javier Baez.
5: Yeah. Shortstop. I got no. Shortstop. No idea. Yeah, no idea. I didn't pay attention to the Cubs all year. Addison Chris Bry- Russell. Chris Bryant. Addison Russell, that game. That yeah, game yeah, ring
4: a no, yeah rings a bell, but, you know. Chris Bryant is indeed the Chris third base yeah. Catcher? Yeah, I don't know the catcher. Wilson Contreras.
5: No, that's he's good. He's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Left fielder.
4: Left fielder. Is that Dexter Fowler?
5: No. He's one of them, right? Fowler's one of them, right? He's a center fielder. Oh, he's a center fielder. Okay. There got a center fielder. Right? The left fielder was also the MVP of the World Series. Oh,
4: um... Oh, the free agent they signed there. Yeah. yeah, the... Uh, the, the oh, what was that?
0: Wrong, 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 wrong.
4: Uh, ben Zobrist. That's right. That's yeah, right. You Zoberst, got it. Go. And the right fielder? I don't know.
5: Jason Hayward, that name? Oh, ring about? Was he the
4: regular right fielder, though? They benched him a lot. They did, but he played. I mean, he was the guy. Yeah, I guess so.
5: Jason Hayward, yeah, that's right. Uh, DH for an extra point? Oh. Come on, Tom.
4: Oh, yeah, the, the 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 big guy. The guy that was hurt the whole that time. That big refrigerator-shaped. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what was it? M. Everett's
5: Oh, god. <laughs> Kyle Schwarber is Schwarger the is name we're, are we're are looking, looking for here. And let's go to the starting. I don't do well in these. I starting pitchers. <laughs> Unless there's multiple choice. Give me as many of the starting start, four starting Arrieta, pitchers. Yep. Lester. Yep. Hendricks. Yes. And after that, I don't
4: know, because those are the three they went with in the playoffs. <laughs> There's one more that you should definitely know. Uh, there's one that didn't. There's one that quali- he didn't pitch in the. Guy. He
5: didn't pitch in the World Series, but he used to pitch for the Red Sox. Uh.
4: He's got big, funny. Teeth. Oh, John Luck. There you there go. We go. Yeah.
5: Exactly.
4: So who's the guy that give the qualifying offer to? What? They let. They let one of them walk. One of their starting pitchers walk. Not one of those four, but the other, the fifth starter. Forget who it is. Their fifth starter they let walk they didn't give him a qualifying offer. Okay, yeah, and of course we know the closer Araldis Chapman. Anybody else on that in that bullpen? I have no clue. Pedro
5: Strope is the yeah. only other one yeah. I know. But uh, Mike Montgomery he was pretty my, good. That's
4: right. My sorry, that's right. Yeah.
5: Carl Edwards, uh, yeah. who I thought only raced cars, but also I guess pitches for the Cubs. Hector Rondone, Justin Grimm, Travis Wood. Was Rondone the closer before they got Chapman? Uh, yes, he yes, was. Yes,
4: there was. See not, not bad. See, not a little bit. Yeah, just
5: a little bit. Uh, emphasis on little. Uh. <laughs> uh, and also David Ross, you could have said for, oh, uh, catcher, right, for catcher there. Yeah, Miguel Montero, Chris Coughlin, yeah, Jorge Soler. That's yeah, okay.
4: It's not a baseball
5: season. Yeah, but they did win the World Series. Yeah, by the way, the Red Sox are talking to Batista. And that yes, I saw that. Yeah, it's not like um that. they're also really hot for Carlos Beltran. Did you hear that? They're like way hot for Carlos Belcher I don't know, they just start.
4: Yeah, well a lot of teams are, they figure they get him cheap on a one year
5: deal Well sure Because you know What better way to replace a 40 year old DH than with a 39 year old DH Right? Exactly That's, I think, getting younger technically you know? See Bautista they didn't get on cheap too yeah. They're only
4: talking to guys they know that won't cost them a ton of money
5: Bautista's not going to be cheap Bautista Someone's going to pay the hell out of Bautista You think so? Oh, I don't yeah, think He had a bad year last year I know he did. It wasn't very good. But he's still gonna get paid.
4: I don't think so. I don't think so. They look at what Cespedes did last a uh, year, two years ago, and he didn't get. You know, he got paid, but he. Uh, you know, they
5: gave him an opt out after one year. True. And he took it. And maybe they think Bautista's cooked, and maybe he is. But I still think some team's gonna gamble on him.
4: Well, the Red Sox would gamble on on him if the price is right. My guess is <laughs> because of the fact Although that, I could listen
5: to that music all day. Yeah, me too. But, yeah.
4: but we'll play it tomorrow because we only uh, play... Winter, oh, yeah, that's uh, right. We have 10 Town questions King's tomorrow. Lunch
5: tomorrow.
4: Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. 12.30 tomorrow. Anybody listening out there, you get another shot <laughs> at those ribs. Yes. My ribs. For those who don't
5: know, every Friday, in case you don't, you know, generally, if you only listen certain days, uh, Friday... At 1230, we play Win Tom King's Lunch, where we put a $25 gift certificate to Casey's Rib Shack in Manchester, which is mwah, delicious, by the way. Uh, and if you play, you get the 25. If you beat Tom, you get another 25. So you get $50. Get you a lot of ribs. And uh, we do that every Friday. So be listening tomorrow at 1230 if you want to play, if you think you can outsmart Tom King. Not happening. Which seems like an easy enough thing to do, but for whatever know, reason, bro, he's I, won I, a I, lot I, in a row. No,
4: I just I plow right through those questions. Yeah. I know.
5: So, we'll You see. know what should happen? Oh, God. You know yeah, what should happen, gonna honestly? Make this,
4: Justin, he's going to make this tougher now. He wants to make it tougher because I
5: win too many times. I don't want to make it tougher on you, per se, but I want to go against you. I want to I see what it's well, like well, to, well, be I what, to be We're not to change you. you make up the questions. You can't do that. I'm saying I wouldn't make up the questions. Maybe Sully makes up the questions. No, I like it when you make up the questions. Okay, but I can't do it if I make up the questions. I
4: don't want to change the rules or the teacher.
5: Well, it's my game, so I don't don't want to do. I I won't play your game if that's okay. All right, fine. (laughs) So long you just ask me
4: questions.
5: (laughs) I don't ever get to answer any questions. No. That one guy, that guy Dan. uh, I get all the fun. The guy Dan, remember, uh, from Pembroke or wherever he's from? Yeah. Who called in and he would quiz both of them. Remember? And I always kicked your ass. Yeah. And Pete Shepard's, by the way. I rocked Pete Shepard in one of those Dan from Pembroke quizzes. Oh, my God. I crushed him. He was asking, like, uh, certain football players and when they went to college. Oh, I put Pete in the ground. You think I'm beating you right now in the NFL uh, In the NFL pick? That, that t- was nothing compared to how, how badly i I buried take Pete. Take satisfaction Jeffrey. out of winning that. He didn't have a chance. Yeah. But uh, where, was, where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, I had him I- mumble. I had him, like, answer. Cause he'd wait till I answer. Then he'd go, oh, like, where'd Marshawn Lynch go to college? i go, Cal. he go, Cal. Like, right after I said it. He didn't know it. Just repeating what I said. That's Pete. You know where Calvin Johnson went to college? and repeat. He was. He was repeat that day. He was repeat. Oh, man. That was was a fun
4: day. My guess is I'm going to put my money, not my money, but I'm going to put my best guess that Mm -hmm. the Red Sox signed Carlos Beltran. He seems to be the type of player that would appeal to them. You don't think so? I think they do that. I, really? think sign Bell. I think the Yankees might sign him again.
5: Good, fine. Take him.
4: Because I think if the, see, I think the Yankees think do better than
5: 39-year-old well, Carlos Well, Bell's I think
4: team. the Yankees might sign him with the idea that if we're in the same shape, we'll trade him again. Yeah. You know, and get another prospect for him. Yeah. You know, they could do that. They could be doing that. <laughs> they, they could. could be. They very well could. They very well could be doing that. I you think know? the
5: Yankees should sign a catcher. And make Sanchez their DH, and make it, and make him the DH for life. Uh, Sanchez is a good. He's got a good arm. He's a he good might, catcher. But catchers, their careers get cut short. I mean, but catchers when, the,
4: when, it, when it looks like he's you know, failing, or I mean, you know, failing, with very few exceptions. Victor yeah.
5: Martinez is one. He's one of the only ones I can really think of. Maybe Russell Martin, but well, he does, he's not a big power hitter anymore. Right. You know, Brian McCann's not a power hitter anymore. These guys, Joe Mauer.
4: You just mentioned the guy, McCann. He's their catcher. He was their. He's their other catcher.
5: Yeah. They're going to try to trade McCann. They should trade McCann, sign a good, you know, like a... Look, they don't have to. They have Austin Romine as back. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. just forget so it then. So... Just trade him make Romine the catcher and Sanchez the DH. That's what you should do. That's what the Yankees should do. And go to Sanchez in emergencies as the backup catcher.
4: No, I'd start Sanchez
5: I catcher. would not. I would honor. not. I'd
4: start him a catcher and then, and then you know, but, but Limit is playing four days a week, five days a week, play Romine. Romine's pretty good.
5: Because I don't think that other kid, I think that other kid's a bum. That big moose you got, uh, the um, what's his name? That's Roma. Not Roma. No, the the big seven foot tall guy. Uh, oh, uh, uh,
4: the right fielder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Judge. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. I yeah. agree with you. He I, sucks. <laughs> I agree with you. Sanchez he, is the real deal. I that agree other with you. Sucks. They found out a. They found yeah. out really quick how to pitch to him. Mm-hmm. And unless he improves this year, unless he shows something in spring training, he's not making the club. Yeah. You know, and then that's why I think they might sign Beltron again.
5: They should make. Gary Sanchez, they're David Ortiz. That's. I'm serious. If I was the Yankees, that's what I'd do. I would make him. I, he could play. He could catch when. I see, I, I understand. What, I understand what you're saying. Put that guy there and leave him there and give him whatever he wants. Yeah. Well, maybe wait another year or two. Make sure this wasn't just a one year steroid cycle. Right, well, maybe gone crazy. They don't, crazy, need, they don't yeah. need
4: to worry about giving him whatever he wants because he's he's. Uh, if he he's keeps lo- it up, you give him He's it. locked up for a, lo- a while. Yeah,
5: exactly. You know. And so was Ortiz at first, but then they started paying him. Right. And, right. Know, so if Sanchez keeps hitting like this, they're going to have to pay him too. Right. Exactly. But you also, I mean, it wasn't that big of a sample size. I think you got to give him a full year before you start talking about that. I stuff. So. But if he's as good as he looks, you keep him around you keep and him around. you keep him out behind the backstop away from there. I think. Yep. That's just a surefire way for a guy to run out of gas before he should in his career. You know, it's happened to a lot of guys having to pudge happened to Veritech. I mean, it happened to a lot of guys.
4: Right. No, it did. Uh-huh. You know, catchers
5: don't have a, a long lifespan. Posada, I mean, it happened to Posada all of them. Posada had a long lifespan. He did. He lasted towards a towards the end, he wasn't really. At the end,
4: he wasn't very good at all. You know? Right. But he wasn't catching that much at towards the end either. That's true. You know, they, and they got he got ticked off about that. Yeah. Posada's probably going to be a manager someday. You think? Yeah, I think so. Catchers, a lot of catchers usually are. And he's got the temperament, you know, where he gets ticked off a lot, you know, but he's Probably, I bet he would make a good manager, and, and maybe not a major league manager, maybe a minor league guy. Okay. You know, and then see if they can make him a major league manager. I don't know. you think know?
5: Veritek ever becomes a manager?
4: Yeah, I think he does.
5: You do? I don't think so. Either that or
4: he, he becomes a... I don't think he wants to be a manager. Uh, we'll see. You know? See what they do with him. We'll see. He's not on a coaching staff, so that's the thing. He's got to be on a coaching staff first. He's in right. the front. He's office just like right a guy. Now. Yeah, he's in. A, he's one of those useless front office people that they mm-hmm. got. You know, with all these titles that they, they yeah. doled out. Johnny Pesky. <laughs> pesky was always there. Pesky yeah. had to manage a few times.
5: No, I know, but like Pesky at the end. Oh well, yeah, right. <laughs> he's yeah, just yeah. just hanging around, <laughs> you know, chilling out in the dugout, eating sunflower well, seeds. That was a big seeds. deal with Duquette. Duquette got him out of the dugout, and got everybody ticked off at. Him. I know. You yeah. know. Anyway, yeah. he got him out of there for his own sake. Because Manny was still there. And Manny doesn't like old guys much. throws them on the ground. Uh, we'll be right back.
0: Give these guys a call at 603-883-9900. It's ESPN New Hampshire.
5: Looking for a stylish place to call home? Then you need to check out the brand new apartment homes in Lowell at 24 Merrimack Street. The apartments at 24 Merrimack Street are located in historic downtown Lowell and offer unique apartment living within an historic 19th century building. Residents enjoy brand new interiors and unparalleled lifestyle amenities. Just moments from downtown Lowell's boutique shops, cafes, and entertainment. For more information, please visit 24MerrimackStreet.com. Again, that's 24MerrimackStreet.com.
0: Hey, Chelsea, guess what? I found out my friend at school is going to be moving into a new house. Oh, really? That's cool. Where's she moving to? They don't know yet. They're still looking. Do you think they'll ever be able to find a house? Oh, sure. Especially if they go to see Daddy at Pinnacle Mortgage. Right, Isabel? That's right, Chelsea. They'll get low rates, great service, and many options to choose from. You see, Pinnacle Mortgage offers FHA, VA, USDA, conventional, and New Hampshire housing first-time buyers programs. Right, Owen?
5: That's right. So, Maddie, you should tell your friend's parents to go see Dad and the staff at Pinnacle Mortgage.
2: Pinnacle Mortgage. Call 603-518-7900. Pinnacle Mortgage. 65 Market Street, Manchester. And online at Corp.com. Pinnacle Mortgage. NMLS number 1323739. Licensed by the New Hampshire Banking Department. Connecticut Mortgage Broker License Number MB 1323739. Main Loan Broker License Number 1323739. Kurt Stranson, NMLS number 22202. Equal housing opportunity. PinnacleMTGCorp.com.
0: Hi, I'm Liz. Welcome to Lowell Jewelry and Loan. The economy is pretty rough right now, and if you're looking for a short-term loan, banks aren't making it any easier. Sometimes, it can take up to 60 days to get approved. That's crazy! We truly are in the business to lend money and put cash in your hands instantly. Bring in any item and we'll give you cash. We also give you four months before making your first payment. Call or come see us today. Our reputation is impeccable. Lowell Jewelry and Loan on Merrimack Street. An ESPN Radio Extra Point with Dan Lebatard and Stugatz. Would you like to have with
1: your NFL standings to see seven and two, and then have some sort of number there, easy to identify, that tells you something about how easy the schedule has been or how hard it's been. Yeah, to remaining get... uh, opponent
6: um, winning yeah. percentage. Yeah, something. I don't know. I don't right, know. I, I don't know. What, like, I don't uh... know what
1: you would use. Would you like that to be a mainstream stat? Would you find that useful with your with your standings? Because I think it's I think it's always important. Like I remember we got a question four games into the season. How the hell are the Rams three and one? Mm-hmm. And ultimately it doesn't matter that the Rams were three and one. It means nothing that the Rams were three and one. And my answer to that question on the television show was I have no idea
0: how the Rams are three and one. Bradshaw, today's lesson, facilities management. Boss, I just swept the floor last night. MRO Bradshaw, maintenance, repair, and operations. Ferguson provides our facilities customers access to the best products available with a 1,900-page catalog, national call center, and electronic inventory solutions to keep them in the win column. Plus, with the largest national footprint in the game, we can help them cover multiple locations. Impressive. That mean I don't have to sweep? To learn more about how Ferguson's MRO team can help yours, visit ferguson.com. Get the broom brush. I'm not getting Pick broom. up the broom brush.
2: Hurry into JCPenney for Black Friday deals early. Get up to 40% off major appliances, including select Samsung stainless steel French door refrigerators for just $9.94. Plus, don't miss out on special financing with your JCPenney credit card. And get free delivery on major appliance purchases at $2.99 or more. Get Black Friday deals early on major appliances. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. GE, GE Profile, and GE Cafe limited to 10% off savings. Subject to credit approval. Must request at time of purchase. Available in select stores. Restrictions and exclusions apply. See store associate or jcp.com for details. Financing terms sell at 116 to
1: In Southern New Hampshire, there's only one choice when it comes to the best
3: in orthopedic care.
1: New Hampshire Orthopedic Center has been providing award-winning treatment for all orthopedic conditions for over 40 years. Chances are one of our physicians has helped someone you know get back in motion. Voted best orthopedic office by union leader three years running. Voted top doctors 30 times by peers in New Hampshire Magazine. Tell your primary care physician you'd like to see a specialist at New Hampshire Orthopedic Center. We keep bodies in motion. Visit nhoc.com for more
2: information. You've probably heard me talk about this sleep number bed, how it's changed the way I sleep. My sleep number is 60. I've had the bed for over six years now. This bed, this mattress, has helped improve the lives of close to 8 million people. Sleep number's done it again, though. They got something called dual temp. It's a revolutionary temperature balancing layer with active air technology. The dual temp can be added to any mattress, even if you don't have a sleep number bed. Active air technology heats or cools each side with a simple touch of a button. From head to toe comfort. Just like the Sleep Number bed, it's dual-sided. So you can select the ideal temperature and sleep exactly the way you would like. Only one place in the world where you're going to find the dual-temp layer. That's a Sleep Number store near you. Tell them I sent you. Right now, they got great innovations there. they got sales going on as well. Up to $800 off Sleep Number, Memory, Foam, and i-Series bed sets. There's 400 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Find one near you by calling 1-800-SLEEP-25. 1-800-SLEEP-25.
0: Losing our signal? You can always hear us on the TuneIn app. We are 1250 ESPN, New Hampshire.
5: All right, Tom, you want another reason to hate the NFL? Listen to this. Adam Kaplan, ESPN, reporting that neither referee Walt Anderson nor any members of his officiating crew will be disciplined for the way they handled the series of events at the end of the first half of the oh, Buffalo-Seattle you got kidding United,
4: me. Nothing. Oh, my
5: God. After Sherman, who was offside, hit Dan Carpenter in a dead ball situation, officials stood over the ball to reset it while the play, play clock ran down. Bills were flagged for delay of game, missed the ensuing 54-yard field goal. Anderson and Blandino both said the clock should have been reset following Sherman's offside so penalty. Wh- now,
4: so so why, why aren't they being disciplined? Now, uh, the clock being reset, that's an official's decision, isn't it?
5: Yes, but the fact that a they didn't blow the whistle on the offsides. Yep. Which I thought they did. I could have sworn they did. in the report in the ESPN report, it you said on, on replay there was yeah. no whistle. Yep.
4: Because it's so loud in there. I know. You know how to, I mean, I don't think you could hear a whistle. You know, I mean, but I thought they had for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, but they
5: but got field mics. They got you know. Yeah, I, I, they should be able to pick up a yeah, whistle. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
4: It's but so loud in the,
5: there, assuming that there was no whistle. Okay, so you're finding a guy for a hit a hit after the whistle when you didn't blow the whistle, and the guy who didn't blow the whistle gets nothing, and then that's not it's nothing to do with the ridiculous way they had tried to reset the ball, and then they were standing over it with four seconds left. That the was the clock. worst.
4: That was more egregious. That should have gotten
5: the fine. That should have gotten somebody fired. I mean, that, that was that to terrible. me was more
4: egregious because it cost them three points.
5: Yeah, you know. I mean, that's that's huge. Yep. And that you can't say that wouldn't have changed the game. Well, it would have three points. Yeah. That last drive at the end, they would have they could have kicked a field goal instead of going for the touchdown. I mean, that's that was the whole game right there. Mm-hmm. And they're not giving these guys anything. Now, I don't think the NFL really cares that much about their refs. I honestly don't. They're quick to throw the refs under the bus whenever they you know whenever they, think, they feel like it. Oh sure, but here, I mean, when the when they actually deserve someone deserves to be. Sat down for a week or fined or something for that ridiculous performance at the end of that half that was replacement ref type stuff right there i mean that was that was awful
4: well, maybe and they're getting
5: nothing but they're going to find Richard Sherman
4: well, maybe they won't maybe their discipline at the end of the year will be just not to bring a couple of them back. you know that could be that could be the case, you
5: know
4: we don't know. I don't know how they're going to handle
5: it. Side judge Ron Vernacci was suspended a week after 18 seconds ran off the clock in a Chargers-Steelers game last year.
4: Okay, right.
5: Anderson and his crew have a scheduled week off in Week 10, and they will still be graded on their performance by the league, which grants postseason assignments to officials that have been rated the highest over the course of the right, season. Right, my guess is they're going to lose a lot on this. No, they're not, no. Yeah. Yeah. Then again, you still got seven weeks for all the other ref, ref crews to screw things up. Sure. So. I mean, but this, God... That's brutal. It is. Now I think we have Sherman. Let me see if I can get Sherman's uh because that's gotta be what he was talking about, right?
4: What, Sherman, the yeah. play? Yeah. With well,
5: Sherman we... in his press conference. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. Let's see if I can find it. Yep. They might have taken it down. Well, so he doesn't get fine anymore? Maybe. I don't see it.
4: Oh well. There goes my nap. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, you got it?
5: I do know. Wait, here he we, we go. Here it hard. is. Yeah. I found it. Yep. Let's play it. All right, you want to hear He's going to talk
4: about the Patriots anyway, so people might want to hear it.
5: Yeah, okay. So Richard Sherman fined $9,000. I don't think that fine had come down when he had this press conference, but uh, here he is, and take a listen.
6: no. Hola, como estas? Muy bien. Muy bien. Me too. Bien, like bien. <laughs> But you were yes. surprised at all by sort of the way that the play at the end of the half, the field goal and everything sort of took off nationally and all the conversation about it and everything? Or? No, not really. I mean, this is the league. They need something to talk about. They need something to make themselves more relevant. How much did the uh, fills going into your legs get under your skin? Um, not much. Not much really at all. I mean, they, they were just cut blocking. I mean, a lot of people do that. They, they can't block you regularly. they got to cut it. So teams do that, receivers especially.
4: Have you got back to look, I mean, try to see if you heard a whistle or anything like that on the film? Or, um, or you, yeah,
6: there was no whistle. So, you know, the league the league goes back in hindsight to everything and says this and says that because they want to appease the fans. But I know the rule book and I know exactly what I was doing on the play. So um, it's very similar to a free play, you know, for all the uninformed people out there. You know, on if you watch Aaron Rodgers or a lot of times in any team, they draw a team off sides, and if a guy comes scot-free at the quarterback, and he's about to get hit in the face. The refs will usually blow it dead then, so the quarterback doesn't get hit. But if a guy's not coming scot-free, they'll let the play go on. And A lot of teams score touchdowns like that. And they were doing the same thing. If the kick had gone through, they would have said, good kick, decline the penalty, field goal good, they got three points. But they didn't blow the ball dead until he kicked it. So that is what it is. You were running free on the edge and didn't hear a whistle. Are you thinking they just missed the most blatant offsides I've ever made? No, no, no. I knew they got the offsides, but they were giving them free play. Okay, so you just complete the play so you could prevent the ball. Yeah, from I was just team. trying to stop the ball from being kicked. I know. I knew what a free play was. I mean, if they kicked the ball, they still get three points, whether it's offsides or not. So you got to you got to stop the play and make them kick it again. Yeah, so you're not buying the referee's explanation to me that he was trying to kill the play. No, no. I mean, I was on the field. I I, I saw everything. If I had if I had just stopped, there would have been no. It would have been three points on the board. So I right. it is what it is. Yeah. Hindsight is twenty
4: So in most situations they could just call unabated or whatever in that situation and then you hold up, if you don't, then it's a it's a flag. Is that
6: right? Exactly. If I jump off sides and I would have pulled back and just stopped, they would have just kicked the ball, it would have been a field goal good, they would have declined the penalty, and we'd be keep, they'd be kicking the ball off the next play. So as long as he was gonna get kicked, you were gonna Yeah, as long as he was kicking the ball, yeah. I was gonna try to block him. That's the difference, though. Most quarterbacks, when they're about to get sacked, they throw the ball into the ground or, you know, a kicker in that situation would just not kick the ball. You know, you see somebody standing right in front of the ball. You don't kick the ball. You don't want to put yourself in harm's way. Don't put yourself in harm's way. You see my trajectory. The ball is still on the ground. There's no other way to block it. You know, usually we don't run into the kicker because the ball is already kicked. When the ball is sitting there on the ground, there's no other way to get there but to go at that angle. So people are like, what is the angle that you were going at? You are trying to hurt the kicker. No, that's, there's no other angle. But most of you guys aren't athletes and never play a sport and will never do anything athletic in your life. So it's hard for you to understand.
4: Thanks for
5: saying
1: most. <laughs> yeah,
6: of course I'm talking about you. Come on. <laughs> how, how, how's the, the tweet from the Buffalo kicker's wife? How surprising was that? It's not surprising at all. I mean, you, this is a day and age you got Ku Klux Klan running around. You know, people say whatever they want, and there's there's very little consequence um, for her to say something like that and then have a BS apology like she did. I mean, it's just the way of the world. Um, you know, I don't let it bother me. It's something I'm I'm very used to. You know, you know, it's just the way people are. You know, the way people were raised. Does that sadden you? Uh, it's more disappointing than anything, but it's also something that's understandable you know ignorance has always been in the world the core of this country has been built off slavery and and people owning people so you know anytime you you understand that's the core principles of the way a nation was built then you got to have some kind of i guess sympathy for it do you shield your family from that or in this in this particular case or did you say look at this um well my son's too young to understand right. it but no i don't i don't shield myself from it um I'm sure if she, she came up um, trying to execute the actions that she said she would, I'm sure my family would have something to say about that.
1: <laughs> Do you get that kind of stuff not from someone who everyone kind of knows, but just from random fans and people on social media often? Um,
6: yeah, you, you get it from the, the the you know social media cowards all the time, but um, nobody's ever said it to my face. Um most people most people don't live that kind of life. You know, people are much more brave behind the screen, no consequence, no chance of any altercation or anything, any consequence. Um when somebody actually has to say something to someone's face and deal with the consequences, they're a lot more reserved.
3: What's your take on the election results from last night?
6: Um I I guess expected. Um you know, like I said, it's time and age. You know, people are people are showing their true colors. So, um, he helped people show their true colors. So, I guess this is a culmination of it.
2: Just I don't football.
6: Does, does the Super Bowl come up at all this week? I mean, playing the Patriots again and, and kind of the way that. Ended, no. Or? I mean, we we don't really think about it. It's another game, regular season game. Um, you know, trying to win. Uh, Super Bowl was a couple years ago. So, I mean, they got new guys. We got we got a lot of new guys and. Just trying to win the ball game. You've you faced them twice now in your career. What's difficult about facing a Tom Brady team and a Tom Brady offense? Um, you just got to tackle well. You got to tackle well. Be ready for, for quick passes um, and the occasional shot. Um, he's very creative in, in the way he manipulates defense. He does a great job with his eyes. Um, and obviously, staying off of him, they got several rules to protect him in various situations. So you got to be careful how you sack him
1: it ever get easier facing him? I mean, seeing him a number of times, does it help with the familiarity, or is he able to adapt every time?
6: I don't know, we've only seen him twice, but um, I think you'd have to ask some of his division opponents more, because they see him more than we do. This is the second time in six years I've seen him. Um, but I think it's, it's pretty much the same, because it's like a new year, you know. It's been years since we've seen him, so it's not like we, we saw him two weeks ago and we get to see him again. Um, so every time, it's kind of a new adventure, a new season, a new approach.
5: Why have teams been able to have success against you guys on third downs the last few weeks?
6: Uh this week I mean I guess it's something new every week. Um, one week it was a few pick plays and things like that, that you know, are pretty much indefensible. Um if you if you're not calling offensive BI, this week, you know, Tyrod is is would played a heck of a game. He got out of some, some things that would have been sacks. I think there were seven third and two or shorter, um where, you know, we had shots at him but they leaned forward, you know, it was game of inches. Um So we we just, you know, correct the little things that we can and continue to move on.
1: You mentioned tackling being important. Was it a technique thing last week or was it the players on Monday night that made some of those sure tackles not quite so sure?
6: Um, They made some good plays. Um, You know, Tyrod got out of quite a few of them himself, Um, Shady McCoy, and then some of them you got him corralled. It's like, you know, he made two, three people miss and then lost two yards on the play. So... um, you know, anytime you play people like that who who shake and ju- juke and jive a lot, you're going to have to deal with things like that. And you deal with a scrambling quarterback, you know, a couple of times they had him grabbed up, wrapped up, and he's spent out. He's an incredibly athletic guy. You're going to deal with some of that. So it just comes with territory.
4: The, the hit on, uh, on the last play, when you how, how often does that happen? Like nobody notices it maybe because it's just not that situation? All the time.
6: All the time. It happens all the time. I've, I've done that plenty of situations. Um, but it's, it's similar to – People say, oh, the receiver's defenseless. You shouldn't have hit him like that. And then you see cut blocks, and you're like, well, that's a legal play. It's, it's funny, the hypocrisy in that. Um, but but I know the rules, and I know what's legal and not legal. And as soon as the quarterback gets out the pocket, it's harder than it looks to get a shot on a receiver like that, a solid strike. Um, but you can do it. You can do it. You can push him out of bounds. You can you can knock him to the ground. Only thing you can not do is hold him or grab him when the ball's in the air because that's pass interference. Rich do you have any ahead. issue with the schedule makers sending you out to New England on a short week and then coming off a bye? Oh, no, I don't care nothing about that. Um, makes no difference to us. Going back to the election thing, is it,
1: does politics does that ever kind of work itself out in the locker room, especially when things are as maybe as contentious as they've been this year? Is that ever an issue, or do you guys just kind of work through it?
6: Uh, guys don't really mind it. Uh, guys don't really, I mean, you go out there, you vote, you do your part, try to make a difference, but that's about as far as it gets. Was if there anything to, particular that disappointed you about the outcome? No, no, I've been disappointed a long time ago. If you had to guess, what percentage of the vote <coughs> voted? Uh, if I had to guess, I'd probably say probably seventy, eighty. Is that, is that something you guys try to galvanize other guys or? Um, not really, but guys are guys are more aware than than I think probably in years past, just because of how much has been talked about, how much, how many racial. Um, altercations have have happened in the media and how much the media has been been bringing up this election. So guys have made a point. uh, And most guys are registered in the state of Washington, so it's a lot easier.
5: Anything else? Thank you. Thank you. All right, a couple of things. Uh, Number one, one question about the Patriots. One. Yeah, I know. That was nine and a half minutes. One question about the Patriots. Yep. So it just goes to show. I mean, there's guys in there who had the right football stories, you know. Right? Yeah. Yesterday you were saying wow the football guys but, have are but, but they're
4: writing about Sherman. They had one But they're writing question. about Sherman. I know. Because Sherman is outspoken and Sherman is is in the center of controversy as he was earlier this week. Okay. All right. And Sherman is also, you know, I mean the the election thing. There were two or three questions about the election in
5: it. There was about five questions about you, the you figured
4: he would say something. Yeah. Because that's the way he is. That, in Seattle they talk about Carroll talked about it yesterday. In his, in his conference call, he says, we go over, we talk about current events here all the time. Mm-hmm. He did when he was in New England.
5: Yeah. But the difference, I guess, is that Sherman is open to talking about these things. He doesn't strike me as the guy who's going to stomp off the state, you know, if he keeps getting questions that he doesn't want to answer. No,
4: Sherman's not going to. he'll probably to just
5: keep answering all the questions. I mean, he doesn't have a problem doing that.
4: No, Sherman doesn't, doesn't care, but Sherman's not a coach.
5: I know, that's true. Uh, that's an important difference, too. Uh, Vince is here from Quiznos. Hi, Vince. How are you, big guy? Good afternoon. What's going on?
4: I brought some
1: subs.
5: What have you brought us today, Vince?
1: Well, your shroomalicious that you love so much. Yes. Yeah, that three weeks in a row. I also have meatballs that you love. You got this both. This is like this both. is like
5: Christian Day for subs. Yeah, it is. Do you have got, to choose, Vince, or are you, you give them, them both?
1: Yeah, I got both. One shroom and three meatballs. I'll can take I them. take
5: Can I take a meatball and put a shroom in the fridge for <laughs> tomorrow? Right.
1: I'll just put that would ball work ball for me. For the here we go. All right, I'll take Here's the meatball. A meatball. Two for the price oh, of one. My
5: man, Vince. How about that, huh? there's a few other subs here. Uh, what would you say? That was made
1: by Tracy, did you say? Made by Tracy. Thank you, Tracy. Mm-hmm.
5: Tracy's the best.
1: Spicy Monterey, too.
5: Yeah. Ooh. Oh, you and brought the good ones today. Today's
1: sub of the day at Quiznos is the ultimate turkey club. So you can sup in, get an ultimate turkey club for $5. All right. All right. And every day
5: there's a every different $5 sub. Different. That's correct. Uh, yesterday yesterday very good. Yesterday was the
4: Baja. Ah, and you had a busy night. Uh, well, I guess election night was completely... Uh, you were day. swamped? We were swamped,
5: yeah. Nice. Wow. That's good. Well... One good thing came out of all that, I guess. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> Vince had a good night. We were packed. Very wow. good. Yeah. Uh, Vince, thanks so much. Uh, go uh, visit Vince at Quiznos at 290 Main Street here in Nashua. You can go online to Quiznos.com, or you can call him in order that way at... Five nine five zero three hundred. There it is, Uh Vince. Thank you so much, buddy. Great day to eat outside. Indeed, it is, yeah, and nice probably day. the last one. So go out. Yeah. And, uh, well, go Sunday out will be it. nice too, I think. But in okay.
4: between Friday and Saturday, brr. Yeah. I clean the patio for people.
5: Nice. Yeah, I might have there.
4: to go rake some leaves after. you know. That's some, really at interesting.
5: Point, I, maybe I might have to do it in the dark. We got to take mm-hmm. a break. We'll be back with Can I finish? Give them a
0: call at 603-883-9900. It's Christian and King. The Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit AppleTherapy.com.
5: I am speaking with Patrick Gillis, Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month of October from Exeter High School. Patrick, how are you? Good, how are you, Laura? So tell me a little about your experience at Exeter High. You played football Mm -hmm. four years there. So it's been a really good experience both academically and uh, with sports. We have, I would say, one of the best football programs in the state. And we're constantly making playoffs year after year. And then, academically, I've had, like, multiple options with um, pursuing kind of, like, the interests I have. So I've had uh, lots of different science classes, and I'm looking to go into engineering in the future. So I've
0: been able to go over to the Seacoast School of Technology and take engineering classes over there.
3: Nice.
1: Where are you looking to go to college?
0: I've applied to some local schools and then some farther ones, too. I'd
5: say probably my first choice would be George Tech. I've also applied to UNH and Clemson, and
0: um, some other local schools that are better specialized in engineering.
5: How do you maintain a GPA of 4.92 and also maintain football and National Honor Society, National Honor Technical Society, class treasurer, uh, co-president of Students Against Bullying? Like, how do you maintain all these things? Pretty much every mornings and early mornings having a meeting before class, and there's a lot of support from like my family and the teachers too to strive to do well.
0: Nominate your son. Or daughter. Sign up now at espnnhradio.com.
3: Hi, my name is Jen Caludi. My husband, Sal, and I are the owners of Embroid Me in Nashua and Embroider Me of Bedford in New Hampshire. We help companies and organizations promote themselves through embroidered apparel, screen-printed shirts, promotional products, personalized gifts, and much more. I invite you to come visit our showrooms conveniently located at 345 Amherst Street in Nashua and our Bedford showroom at 410 South River Road. You can also visit our websites at EmbroidMe-Nashua.com or EmbroidMe-Bedford.com. My team and I look forward to helping you promote your business. Embroid Me, your promotional marketing partner.
6: Have you suffered a motor vehicle injury and need professional assistance? Do you need a team that gets you back on track and taking the green? That team for you is Bartis Law. Bartis Law has three attorneys and two paralegals that can assist you if you've been injured in an accident. Athletes get injured on the field and on the track all the time. Routine injuries can be expected in sports. Accidents are not anticipated in everyday activities. If you get injured in a motor vehicle accident, call Bartis Law at 603-420-8588 or visit www.bartislaw.com.
0: New York, peace of mind.
6: Let's discuss a little bit of the Derek Rose trade.
3: I think he needed to start fresh. I think New York is the perfect place for him. He loves being in a city. He loves being under the bright lights. I think him, Melo, and Porzingis is an interesting... you it's know. Interesting. It's curious how everybody melds yep. together. He has been a league average point guard. But,
0: as we were touching on already, is significantly better than what the Knicks had.
3: Starting now, the Knicks are in a much better place than they were three days ago.
0: Every Saturday from 2 to 4, here on ESPN New Hampshire... You're listening to Christian and King. Stay tuned for The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio.
1: The Cavs were the favorites in the East all along, but the road was anything but the uh, And I'm not even talking about what happened on the court. Uh, there were rumors about who was getting along with who, and why somebody went in the picture, and tweeting, and, uh, you know, this was all big news. Uh, but... Somehow Coach Lou comes in and everything starts getting a little smooth. Uh, And they hit their stride in the playoffs. Everybody can sit down. I'll be here for a while. They start winning winning their first 10 games in the playoffs, setting record after record, three point shooting. Uh, But obviously, what this all comes down to is a team that, for the first time in NBA history, comes back from being down 3-1 in the finals. The first
5: team in history. President Obama, they're uh, talking to the Cleveland Cavaliers here. It's Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNH.com. The best part of that actually is coming up. You want to hear the the very end of this? this. Listen to this. I
4: should should add that by knocking off the Warriors, they
1: cemented the 1996 Bulls Bulls as the greatest greatest team team of all time.
4: Well, it's that. <laughs> <That's> pretty, <laughs> That's pretty good. good. Not bad. Then he should have said, and this is the last one I'm
5: doing. The next one, Donald Trump gets to do <laughs> Yeah. And let me that, tell you something. That would have brought the house down. If the Patriots Ooh. win the if the Patriots win the Super Bowl, the Donald Trump White House Patriots Super Bowl party is gala. going to be amazing. It'll be a gala. It is going to be the greatest party, the hugest, classiest, Huge. most luxurious party there has ever been for a football team. In our nation's history. What do you got? And I think that is uh, that Jimmy, is a fact. Jimmy Murphy's got stuff here. Jimmy Murphy's here? in the house. Jimmy, how yeah, you hey, doing? California burrito, uh, baby. Jimmy you got like a you He's got the whole produce section that? in here today. Yep. We got they the, they uh, allow you
4: know. they allow you to eat that. Yes. yes. Gallon, Gallon of iced tea. Corn. Yeah. Yeah. Tacos. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Grilled
3: chicken, and mango. Oh, yeah, Mago's got a lot of fiber. Yes, my i got yes, mangoes I'm, it, yeah. I'm being careful. I had a Mago for like the first time the other day. I have to make up for all the food, but, you know, all the, all the beverage French, sins all I committed Montreal. in Montreal. Yeah, you think you I brought did, enough? You ice survived tea, it, You survived it. bring two gallons, that, maybe? You know, maybe that's three? For the next couple days. Okay. You
4: survived it, though. That's the thing. You survived know, did, Barely. I did. So you got yeah. through it. All right. I
3: didn't. You know what? I did not eat poutine. I was very proud of myself. I thought I would fall off the wagon and eat it, but I did not. Really?
5: Wow. Did you go any strip club? No. You know that in Montreal? At the strip clubs, the smallest paper dollar is a five. So you don't make it rain in the in the Canada strip clubs like you do in the U.S. ones because well, it's, it's five dollars. It's a lot of money. Well, you can money. hurt them with the dollar coins. Or that, too. You can't <laughs> throw the dollar coins at them either. So what you do is for five dollars... You put well. I shouldn't even say this, but okay. You, oh, this is going to get us in trouble. For yes. five dollars, is this your show? can? You finish for one dollar? For one dollar, you just throw them up in the air. For one dollar, <laughs> you just throw them up in the air. But if it's a five, you take the five and you lie down and you. All right, <laughs> 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 all right. That's yeah. enough. That's we, we at can, the ballet, Yes, fine arts. yep.
3: I
4: got to save you here.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gotta, saying. I just we gotta save. It. That's yeah, how it uh, works. Okay. Yeah, we gotta save it. There's, people don't know these these oh, cultural differences. You up the studio between Canada and well, the United get, States. Really, you get that food and so,
4: stick it uh, up the studio. to
3: different topics. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get to the Bell Center? <laughs> I, I was supposed to. Ah, oh, yeah. I stayed right next to it. Yeah, I was really? literally two feet from it. Yeah, found a place on Airbnb. Really? Yeah, the Les Canadiens Condo.
5: You know uh, what that's French for?
4: Hold
5: on a second. Can you give me that again? Le Canadian Mm -hmm. condo. Let me consult my French to English dictionary. I believe that means the Canadian condo. Yes. Been, Jeff yeah. Airbnb, <laughs> <baby>. that's <laughs> the way
3: to go.
5: Uh, uh, what do you got coming up we, today, Mer?
3: We got, of course, some hockey talk. The Bruins uh, hosting the Blue Jackets, uh, fresh off their tough loss up in Washington. By the way, I thought they played a great game. Yeah. Uh, Joe Haggerty will join us at the end of the show from TD Garden, as will Aaron Portsline at Columbus Post-Dispatch. Uh, we've also got Chris Price from EEI.com. Talk a little Patriots. Mario McGuller on his uh, analytics and handicapping. Uh, And Chris Forsberg of ESPN to discuss the Celtics' dismal last two performances. All right. There you go. That's and some up. tributes for all U.S. Marines. Happy birthday to Marines today. Very cool. That's uh, coming up. Veterans next. Day tomorrow. Cool. No, their birthday's today. Veterans Day.
4: That is. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So Marines. In my are... house,
3: I knew this because my dad was a Marine. Mine, he, mine we, was too. But we, we, but I, we had I didn't cake know it. on November 10th every year. Did you he, really? He would prefer candles on that day as opposed to his own birthday, which is the fifth.
4: Yeah. No, Marines are. This is a big they, day. They, yeah. I went
3: yeah, to the no, dinner last year, man. Seriously. It was. uh
5: yes. It's pretty unreal. All right. Well, here we go. It's time for Can I finish? You let me Hold it there, Cracker Boy. I'm not finished. Alright, this is a quick one, but it's very important. A woman named Kaya Granito said she's been forced to start a fundraiser because of a problem that was affecting her life. A GoFundMe account has been started by this woman who claims that her humongous breasts have continued to grow and caused her back ache. She also says they're constantly tender and cause her to hunch. In response to the post, people have voiced their support for her cause. With one writing, I personally think that 8,000 pounds is a disgusting amount of money for a 20-year-old to have to try and work hard for just to get a bit of comfort back in her life. And there's a huge difference between comfort-inducing mental wheelberg and well-being and luxury. However, not everyone was sympathetic. I really don't know how boobs affect people. Mine are huge, and I'm fine. She also said that uh, her boobs were so big it made it difficult for her to get in and out of the bathtub, you, which you, I think you, is a real problem.
4: Do you wonder what President-elect
5: Trump might say about that? Um, so far, she has raised zero dollars. That's it? Zero? <laughs> zero dollars. I thought she had a good hook here, you know? Because if there's one thing that makes money in this country, it's big boobs. And that is a fact. And jack. And in Montreal as well. And so I've been it's told. On a roll today. And uh, and I think that, you know. Let I'm, he uh, with the small boobs be the one to cast the first stone. And that's my can I finish? Go ahead, Tom. Oh,
4: how do I follow that up? You
5: don't. <laughs> I don't. Exactly. I thought. you want to get in the arbitration
4: business? I guess. You better, you know, pick the right side, because Major League Baseball. The union fired their arbitrator, and he's a familiar name, too. Frederick Horowitz. Oh, wow. He's the one who reduced Alex Rodriguez's suspension from 200-some-odd games to a season. To two years to one year. Yeah, Yeah, they didn't like a ruling. A real
5: humanitarian, there. They didn't
4: like a ruling he gave (laughs) last year uh, involving one of the Dodger infielders, and they out
5: out the door, Fred. There you go. Out. That's our show. Uh, Stay tuned. Jimmy Murphy and the Stretch Run's coming up next. Tom and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. (laughs)
1: The bye week is over, and now the Patriots open the second half of the season with a big game against Seattle in Foxboro Sunday night. This is the.